Welcome to Swimming with the Fish, where we're here to believe you, and hopefully by the end of the evening, you'll be believing us. I am, as always and forever, Crutch. Uh, I will be leading off tonight's fun and games, uh, followed quickly by the Chief. How are you, Chief? I am possibly here and possibly not here. Oh, little Heisenberg work. Okay, very nice. Uh, Goon, you there? Yeah, I'm okay. Good. My my, my my foot hurts. What 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 happened to your foot? It's the water company's fault. Wow. Okay. Uh, as per this evening's, uh, I okay. I was gonna go and no. You've piqued my interest. Tell me about your foot. So, uh, you you know from previous uh, shows that uh, the water company's been replacing the uh, water main in front of State Lagoon Manor. Okay. I remember uh, this. All right. When they did that, they gave us a uh, uh, a temporary water main for which the uh, power was uh, a great labor pressure rather was greatly increased. More pressure. Woo. Right. When they did that, it took all the little valves in the uh, uh, flush toilets in State Lagoon Manor. Yes. And pushed them upward, which did not cause them to leak because the pressure sort of held them in place. <laughs> However, when they put us back to the new water main and the pressure went to normal, yeah, uh, uh, all but one of the uh, of the commodes leak. Oh, lovely! You know, you know, and they let water go. So I had to go to the hardware store and get parts and 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 fix it. And then I needed some tools to to um, un you know to take the old valves out and put the new ones in. It, it's not that yeah. hard, right? Where were your tools? Out in the garage. So you had to go get them. I did, and and I didn't. I, I didn't wear any shoes because um, it's my garage. Darn it! And I know where everything is. Right, you're a guy, except for that piece of glass. Oops. Didn't notice it either. I mean, I felt when I did it, but I thought, oh, that's probably not too bad. And then uh, the hurricane said, "Why? Why are you tracking blood in in the uh, in the kitchen?" Lovely, <laughs> chumming the house, <laughs> and I went. You and and then I I had a little pity party and so it it's a water company's fault. What's what's the plan for the lawsuit? Yeah, I think we pretty much outlined what happened. It was careless negligence on their part. Absolutely. Um, I'm probably going to have some time off. I mean, I had a half a day off today. I mean, it wasn't for what was wrong with my foot, but I I mean, I did go to a a doctor with a genuine medical degree. Well, that, that that certainly beats a podiatrist. Uh, probably not that prob we have any problem with podiatrists, folks. I mean, you know, probably won't help that he he looked at my foot and said, "That's ah, not very bad. You should stop your whining." Yeah, be a real man. <laughs> Suck it up. Quack. He's a quack. That's the problem. Is <laughs> charlatan. I'd have shared with him too. <laughs> All you needed was one lousy signature. Good God worried about his precious reputation. Can you imagine? Well, I know. Some people. You know, some people are doctors, but not in the medical field. And Crutch, I believe you have been listening to them. I have. I have been listening to a metric ton of PhDs. Uh, folks, I am a software developer by trade. And uh, unfortunately, because of my advanced age, <clears throat> I have a little bit of a case of tinnitus. 
And uh, sometimes that constant ringing in my ears gets a little annoying, and I found that the one thing to make it go away is to listen to something, preferably with headphones, keeps me from listening to the rest of the office. Anyway, I ran out of things like music, you know, just got bored. So I started picking up um, talks from PBS, has a series called Space Time. Uh, I will be including a lot of links. You guys have got a lot of videos to watch when you're done with this show. Anyway, PBS Space Time and also um, some other science-related uh, links. Uh, particular Dr. Brian Green and, uh, and a few other people on the subject of relativity and quantum mechanics. And um, I got into an interesting conversation with both the chief and the goon. And um, one of the things in quantum mechanics, in particular uh, Einstein's theory of relativity, relativity, basically says the thing you call the force of gravity, this, this attraction that Newton said, hey, apple falls from tree, hits me in head, oh my gosh, here we go. Um, and he actually came up with math that says, well, how hard is it going to hit you and what's the force attraction? turns out there's a very good chance that there really is no such force as gravity. And before every one of you starts going, but wait, but wait, but wait, I feel it. I'm going to kind of describe to you my interpretation of listening to these very educated individuals describe the real aspects. I'm going to give you a lot of links. I'm Think of this discussion as like you're back in school and the shop teacher has been asked to come in and teach history. You know he kind of knows something about something, but this may not be the something he knows about, but he's going to do his best job to describe it to you. So, um, so here we go on our discussion. Does gravity really exist? Um, Albert Einstein once said that the image of a man falling off a building was one of the happiest thoughts of his life. Not for the morbid reason you might think, but because it formed the basis for his theory of general relativity. Um, I have links for both general and special relativity. Kind, kind In, of depends on the man who's falling, doesn't it? <laughs> well, we we could make a list, but you know. Um, so the whole idea is, you feel this force of gravity, this attraction that the Earth has to you, pulling you down, holding you firm against Anywhere terra firma. Einstein's feeling or Einstein's determination in that was this feeling you have this force that is being impressed upon your body to force you down to the earth is really the wrong way to look at it what he believed was really truly happening is if you can create a condition under which gravity is no longer exists and I'll give a couple of examples where you will, where you will get that feeling then you can make the argument that if I can create a situation which artificially removes gravity from the equation, then I can create another situation which artificially creates gravity. If I can create and remove something, then it doesn't really exist as a physical property. Are you with me on that one? Does that make sense? Not at all, but continue. Okay, but, <laughs> well, there we go. Okay, so here we go. Um, Gravity, unfortunately, is one of those forces that if you're trying to, to work out the equations to a situation, you want to, to, um, to, to have a, a frame of reference, which is basically an X and Y coordinate and, and a, and a mat way of measuring time. That's considered a frame of reference. Inertial frames of reference are what Newton considered 
any situation where you don't have any forces acting upon you like acceleration and, and the force due to acceleration, the good old F equals MA stuff. Um, so for example, if you are standing in your bathroom and you're standing on your scale, now goon, imagine you're standing in your bathroom and you're standing in stately goon manner and you're standing on the scale. I, I am and the scale speaks to me and it says one at a time please. Exactly. The scale is, is, is telling you what? It's telling you that there is a force being acted upon it by you, and it thinks that there's more than one of you acting this force, correct? It does, and, and, and my doctor thinks that force should be less, as, as does the scale, apparently. Would this be the same quack that we were talking about earlier? Yeah, it'd be him. Okay, well, again, he's wrong. Uh, Isn't that wonderful for doc, you? Doc, in, in case you're listening, I, I don't really think you're a, a quack. It's a comedy show. Lighten exactly. up a little. Okay, that's right. You just you know. hate him a little inside. <laughs> well, he wouldn't give him a lousy signature. I, Come on. I I actually don't. <laughs> we, my my physicals kind of go like this. We do the things you have to do, and then we talk about cars for half an hour, making him late for all of his other patients. So, so he hates oh. you. Uh, he, no, I'm I'm seeing this as one of those privilege things, Chief. Ah, uh, oh, see, I wouldn't know about that, so it makes sense. Well, not having it, you should be more apt to recognize it. Yes, but yeah. I, I would be on the side of the other patients who are going, my goodness. my thing Where is, is my doctor? <laughs> yes. Exactly. My exactly. appointment was at 2 o'clock, and it is now 4.30. What is going oh, on? Oh, yeah. The big Polish guy's still in there talking about cars. And how I can't eat pierogies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wrong. Now, that's now, okay, wrong. now he has to go. <laughs> Okay, but we digress. Okay, so st- Goon is in stately Goon manner. He is standing on the scale, and the scale registers some numeric value, which registers the weight that he is impressing upon the scale. Now, if, if the Goon was very despondent, and God forbid we never hope this happens, but if the Goon was very despondent decided to take himself and the scale and run out the window... Um, and was to you know try and hold the scale down near his feet... Goon, do you have any idea what the scale would read? Uh, zero. And why is that? Because it and I are falling at the same rate, so I'm not implying any, putting any force to it. Right. The two of you are occupying a frame of reference, and even in an accelerated frame of reference, which would be a non-Newtonian frame of reference, a non-inertial frame of reference, the force of gravity has been negated. Not only has it been negated, but it has been negated exactly to the amount that it was being impressed upon you. Now, that's not a coincidence. It's It would only be a coincidence if, you know, like for example, if you jumped out the window and you floated up, okay, then I'd you be could su- say, I, <laughs> we'd all be surprised, right? Well, not not during the 60s, but now, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's really taking being high to a whole new level. Um, <laughs> it's just Bravo, dude, bravo. Um, so the whole idea is, with respect to, the, to the, the scale, you no longer have any weight. Now, granted, the two of you are plummeting towards the Earth at this point, but your frame of reference, gravity has been negated. Now, that, that's, that seems kind of amazing, I think. Uh, let's take a, another example. Um, other than the elevator in the building that the Chief and I work in, because that elevator is too slow to use for any physics exam. 
let's assume we're in one of these really fancy hotels that has like 60 floors, right? And they've got that one elevator that shoots you all the way up to floor 45, and then you get off and get on another elevator. You're with me so far? Yep. So, so you're down there on the first floor, and you say, yep, 45, here we go. And what happens? You hit that button, and you literally feel heavier, don't you? Yep. You, you feel your ankles push right into that, that elevator ground. What if, instead of being the nice glass of elevator, all the nice places, let's say I'm going to duct tape up all the windows so you can't see out, okay? And I take that elevator, okay, and I stick you in the elevator, and I take the elevator out into middle intergalactic space, no possibility of any gravitational effect from the sun, you're going to float, aren't you? Right? Sure. Okay. Now, what if I take a really powerful rocket and tie to the end of that cable and light the rocket? What are you going to feel inside that elevator with nothing to see outside, no references outside your frame of reference inside the elevator? What's it going to feel like to you? Well, it, it should feel the same as though I were going up, but I'm guessing that I wouldn't no, feel no, anything. You're, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it, yeah. It'll feel like you're, you're going up in an elevator, right? So basically, I've been able to artificially create this force you guys call gravity, right? O- okay. Right? So... What if I said to you, because I can artificially create something, obviously it doesn't really exist. Because I can also negate it. We've shown that by having you jump out the window, right? So we've negated the force. We've created the force. It's not really a physical aspect of reality. It is merely your body's interpretation of what's really happening. And here's the really kicker. What's really happening is when you're falling to Earth, you know, you've jumped out the window, you and you and your favorite scale there. When you jump out, it's not that you're falling down. It's that the Earth is actually coming up and accelerating towards you. You know, the old joke, right? It's a, I wasn't really falling. The Earth came up and smacked me. Well, it turns out that's actually what's really happening. And like I said, I'm not the best one to describe what's going on here. There's a lot of really cool videos that I'll be including. But another way to look at it would be Oh, did we do? We, I did mention the train, didn't I? The bullet train. When you take off in a bullet train, right, and you're going horizontally, all of a sudden you get thrown into the back of the seat, correct? Yes, sure. You have not okay. done Ta- this, by the way. But, yeah, at least but ta- right, taking off in an airplane, same feeling. Exactly. But but you you'll all agree with me that there is no horizontal gravitational force, right? What you're feeling Maybe is what you're feeling is the reaction of two bodies in this case, you and the train or you and the plane, being in different frames of reference with one of them accelerating. Einstein's feeling was what we feel as gravity is us and the Earth, which are in two different frames of reference, one of them is accelerating, and it's, it's actually the planetary body beneath you. Now, it took him seven years of looking at this and a lot of really, really deep, cool math. And by deep, cool math, ladies and gentlemen, when you watch some of these videos, you're going to get into some very odd geometry. You're going to get into some ways of looking at things which on their surface really doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, You're going to understand the concept of space-time, which is not really two separate things. It's one thing. and, uh, and I hope you enjoy, uh, it's probably about, oh, I'd say maybe an hour and a half worth of videos that, that you'll get to watch. But at the end of the day, 
you'll sit back and you'll realize that, um, yep, when you uh, when you fall out of that tree as a little kid, it really wasn't you. The, the ground came up and smacked you. Which brings I think, us to a point that uh, you've been lied to your whole life. Absolutely, absolutely. And and once you get, I, once I you knew get, it. <laughs> well, goon, you know we have to lie to you. Honestly, nobody is 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 coming, you know, to bring you free pierogies. Sorry. Oh, was I supposed to say that out loud? Sorry. Ooh, darn it. Multiple. Goonie, Goonie, are you there? Goon? It's okay. Goon. I'm, I'm fine. All right. Um, yeah, awkward silence here. No, um, so, but, but the good news is once you feel comfortable with this, ladies and gentlemen, then you can move on to the really crazy stuff, which is string theory, where basically these tiny little strings, and they vibrate one way, and they are a particular kind of subatomic particle. They vibrate a different way. They're a different kind of subatomic particle. So you got a lot of vibrations going on. But when it comes to vibrations, I think tonight's conversation expert, subject matter expert, will definitely be the chief. Right? You've got something on vibrations, don't you? Yes, but before we get into the actual vibrations, I figured <laughs> we would go into what the government is trying to do to you today. Oh, and well. <laughs> Where do we begin? Maybe it's not... It's not that long a show, Chief. <laughs> it's not actually today. Part 37. But uh, I have, in in the videos that will be shown on, on the stuff that I'm talking about, and the uh, articles and other things, it, it's all about... Uh, we know that the government wants you to vote a certain way, eat a certain way, because they, of course, keep regulating it. But what happens when regulation doesn't go far enough? It's, that comes to the point where we actually have to tell you what to do it. And even telling you gives you the choice of not listening. You can either not pay attention, you can close your ears, you can turn off the TV. But what happens if you couldn't? Wait a if, second. Did you say turn off the TV? Yes. The that's TV has a, that's an off switch? Yes, it does. I, I'm Darn. sure... Mrs. Crutch knows where it is. <laughs> well, played, well played, sir. <laughs> Jinx. Well, uh, in in one of our other uh, conspiracy shows, we went over MK Ultra, uh, which was a huge PDF, and you know was given up by the CIA. But this time, we are going over transmissions and things where either your body can register it but you don't necessarily pick up on it and uh, that used to be an old trick for advertisers to try to make you eat something oh, or drink yeah, something subliminal messages yeah yes well what was that no no i'm saying sure like uh, in movie theaters or drive-in movies that keep flashing the image yeah. of, a, I, of I, a i think he i think he thought you said shh which is what i thought i was like <laughs> wow that's really privileged <laughs> Well, I, w I was thinking of food. I'm sorry. I, I got a little excited. Well, we'll they're, they're not coming. They're yeah. not coming. <laughs> yeah, we, I thought we went over that. But, you know, one of the things that uh, you'll see in the maps, which you can, of course, uh, check yourself, is satellite coverage of the United States and, mm -hmm. and how much can be presented to any person at any time anywhere in the continental United States and Puerto Rico, Guam, the outlying islands. What you'll notice is that we have 
devices that will be able to uh, transmit information through the air, through mm -hmm. buildings, which is, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people, they, they like to bust on, on aluminum, but when you, when you see what it takes to uh, shield yourself from this, then you'll understand the tinfoil hats. Now, <laughs> one of the things that, uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff there, and there's not enough time. So, of course, you can go there. Point is that through satellites, they're able to do transmissions. All the math is there. All the ways that they can transmit stuff is there. Now we get into the why would they transmit. Of course, we said that they want to impose on you things that they want you to do. Now, right. how can they get inside your head? Even a regular transmission, you're not going to pick it up. I mean, you either have to see it, you have to hear it, you have to smell it. One of your senses has to be activated. But Would it be the dentist? Uh, one of the things that you have to... Well, you don't have to. The only thing that you have to do is get injections. Injections for what they call your vaccines. Now, what oh, happens, no. What happens if along with that there was an isotope or there was a tra uh, receiver and it was placed inside you and it attached to one of the what 260 or however many bones you have in your body turning you into that receiver because as we know uh, you can turn your skeletal system into a listening device and of course that's called uh, wait, what, uh, bone conduction and a lot of people use it. I mean, the, the people where they have inner ear problems or their drum has been messed up, then they can get implants, which will, you know, turn their skull into it. Now, you know, but, but just a, I, I got to tell you, um, I, I actually do this every afternoon. I have found that if I cannot find my car and I'm out of range, if I just take my key fob and stick it against my head, and then push the button again, I will increase the range of my key fob. It works. Now, that's turning you into a transmitter instead of a receiver. But I know. And, you know, you have a, you have a special I go both density. ways. <laughs> as, as, uh, you, said I've been, you said I was dense for years. Look at that. I oh. am stunned by this revelation. I, I, I almost cannot speak. What, that I go both ways? <laughs> I'm not sure. Transmit and receive. Transmit and receive. Let's just get that straight right here. Uh, oh, I think we all understand what you mean. <laughs> yes. There's, there's no mistaking this, okay? <laughs> there's, there's not a lot of way out of this one. <laughs> uh, double entendre with a half twist. Degree of difficulty, 4.5. I'm sorry, I and apologize. Andy stuck the landing. Look Thank you. I apologize. Please continue, Chief. I am wrapped. So. Tightly. As we're as we're saying, well, it's not with tinfoil, and that's obvious because as I have tinfoil. <laughs> I don't hear. You took it. it from the pierogies. <laughs> the the pierogies don't exist. How's that? Wow! There you go. That's not the sound tinfoil makes. You can't trick me. But as right, I right about this, <laughs> you know, I don't want to know what that was. <laughs> it's a little disturbing. Back. Put your <laughs> pants back on. <laughs> it's a Velcro around his pants. <laughs> so, <laughs> as someone was trying to point out, via these transmission devices, 
and mm -hmm. the ways that they can get to you via your cell phone, through the through microwave uh, transmissions, and the ways that we blindly go to the doctor, the dentist, and just as the goon said, you know, because anytime you get put out, do you really know what happened? Do you? No, if, oh, don't don't go there. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't feel it, how do you know that it happened? You know, if you weren't my awake, colonoscopy, it just <laughs> the images just flash back. That's so, that anesthetized sleep is the best sleep ever, too. I know something bad's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you willingly do it, and how many people have willingly allowed themselves to be altered in one shape? Or way or another and now they have a voice in their head wow now uh, one the, the last link we have is that the voice in your head you know may not actually be your own and with what we can prove on the way that uh, it sounds when you have a transmission and, and I think actually there was a toothbrush that you know you used to brush your teeth, and a song would be playing. You wouldn't hear it oh, through yeah. your ears. You would hear it in your head. So I that, remember that. That was such a cool little thing. It did, played your favorite song by vibrating your skull. Now, you hear it in your head. A lot of people would say that you are, at this point, schizophrenic, because now you hear voices in your head, which many people do. Many people think that it's them talking. But as we see... Or at least, if we dig deep enough, we can find out that it is not us talking. And that presents the conundrum of what do you do at that point? Now, I will admit the, the link given for etheric implants and how actual human nature and the progression of the human psyche is an incredibly long read. And then there's part two, because the first one the, the first page is just to convince you about it, and then the second one is what you do about it. And there's not enough time in the world to go over all that. <laughs> it so. was pretty impressive, I must say. I, I love the whole fact that it, it went to a very deep degree of saying, we know you want to stop reading this, but that's the voice in your head telling you to stop reading this, which is, which is an interesting way to get somebody to read your long, lengthy article. Yes, it's, uh, while it is kind of a reverse psychology thing, it does uh, postulate the question of if you were to meditate on it, if you were to try to determine and get to the astral plane of existence where this voice is actually coming from, something will, in your psyche will try to get you to stop, and eventually you will stop. And then you'll hear someone talking about it, and it'll trigger flashbacks, and like, huh, I was interested in this, and why have I stopped? And what happens if I try to go a little bit further and a little bit further? Then exactly. you get to open up. And uh, for all of us who've watched Doctor Strange, you know, the movie, it's uh, it just because you don't understand it, or you don't agree with it, or you don't even believe it, does not mean that there isn't some truth to it. Bravo. Well done. Indeed. Indeed. Now, with uh, people talking inside your heads and, yes. and people going crazy, it's Hello. amazing uh, what has happened ever since uh, November 2016 and the wow, what dramatic shift, which I'm sure the goon has some information on. 
I I got some wonderful articles from my pals uh, uh, this week, which I I will share with you uh, uh, online once, once we're done talking about it. Absolutely. Uh, the first from the Washington Times, which is a conservative newspaper titled "Trump Turning Liberals into Conspiracy Theorists." This <laughs> is a this is a fantastic concept. First of all, because um, just uh, when I when I look in the article, first of all. The man being quoted in the art article, mm. his name, I believe, is pronounced Siliza, which I, I kind of kind of like that. I thought that was you know. Now I'm making fun of the guy's name, but I mean there you are. He says he thinks that Trump makes liberals so unhappy that they will, uh, they're willing to believe anything that makes him or the Republican Party look bad. So they give a list of uh, these were the quickly debunked conspiracy theories. Right. There was a beer celebration after the White House passed its Obamacare repeal and replace bill. Uh, well, there there was beer in the Capitol, but it was for another event. Uh, rape and sexual assault would not be pre-existing conditions under the uh, uh, Obamacare, American Health Care Act. Uh, the FCC is not targeting Stephen Colbert for recent jokes he made about Mr. Trump. Although, you know, maybe that wouldn't be such a bad idea. Hi. Mm. Hi, hi Stephen. Uh, the chief White House usher was not fired for political reasons. You know, there's just, there's all of these conspiracies coming up. Um, and, and, and they talk a little, in this article shorter, and it talks about, you know, basically liberals are afraid now. Uh, but the second article that I, I believe was... a, a Chief, was it you or Crutch that sent me this? The yeah. one from Bach? It was me. It, it is the longest article, as you pointed out, that I've read uh, uh, online. I, well, okay, then you need to read the other one that the Chief <laughs> produced, uh, the etheric implant article. When I bring that up in my browser, the little scroll thing is so short, I have trouble finding it with the mouse. Wow. Yeah. And as um, Chief said, that's page one. Well, but well, um, the Vox people, it's amazing. I've never actually seen them write this much in, in one place. Um, most of their stuff fits inside of a crayon book. Yeah, this was uh, this is pretty good. It's uh, Dems are falling for fake news about Russia. And boy, that seems to be, uh, seems to hap- uh, be happening. You know, uh, uh, again, some of the theories. Trump's about to resign. Bernie Sanders and Sean Hannity are Russian agents. Okay, well, Bernie Sanders is a Russian agent, so... <laughs> yeah, that's not really all that. I mean, the guy... What was it? He uh, honeymooned in the Soviet Union in Moscow? Beautiful so- Sounds right. Um, yeah, well, uh, maybe Paul, at the time, I don't think so. Paul Paul Ryan, a traitor for refusing to investigate Trump's Russia ties. Um, yeah, probably unlikely. He, he, he might be a traitor, but not for that. My favorite. Secret Russian agent guys ready mm-hmm. Ayn Rand <laughs> right absolutely for, for those of you that don't know Ayn Rand wrote um, two of the great uh, conservative manifestos Atlas Shrugged and uh, The Fountainhead exactly uh, so I'm, I'm thinking not but 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 okay well she was Russian American did you know that I did not know that I knew she was from somewhere else because I don't know anyone else named Ayn she was born in St. Petersburg, Russia in 1905, but she moved to New York City 
And guess what? She moved there the right way. No. Legally, you mean? Yes. And uh, the way you know, it, maybe if uh, she went by her Russian name, which is uh, Elisa Zinovyevna Rosenbaum, then, you know, the middle name should have told you that her uh, father's name was uh, Zinov, and mm-hmm. uh, that should have let you know that she is an actual Russian. You know, uh, okay, so you're saying there might be something here. Well, that is why she knows so much. I mean, what, what was the place of, point of Atlas Shrugged? Why, why was she saying one thing was so horrible compared to something else? Maybe because she had lived through it, and she did not want that to come to other places. Yeah, and, and she, I'm, I'm going to go on a stretch here. At the last name Rosenbaum, she was probably a Russian Jew. Yeah, so probably not the favored people of the Soviet Union. Not well loved, no. Well, I mean, you got to be honest. At, at, around that time, the, the Soviet Union didn't really like anybody. So, well, that's true. So it didn't matter who you were. I mean, if, kill kill them all and let oh wait, you can't say God sort them out because they were atheists. Hmm. Yeah, but you, I mean, you, you you can't say the oligarchs were the problem because Stalin was killing his own. You know, it's, it, basically, if you weren't the person in power or you didn't have a gun on your hip, <laughs> then you were in trouble. Not a not a good place to be, but yeah. So she's um, she's hardly uh, one to be considered a Soviet agent. I mean, that'd be yeah. that'd be a stretch. Yeah. But 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 yes. They, so they have all of these theories, and they talk about um, gee, I don't know how to really pronounce her name. Uh, Louise uh, Mench is it? Mench Mench. Uh, yeah. She is uh, um, how they're she is one of the uh, loudest voices. I would say leading voices, but. Uh, one of the loudest voices about uh, all of the Russiagate stuff, which seems to have lots of talk and lots of uh, um, energy, but not a whole lot of facts behind it. I I, was following her on Twitter for a brief time, and I say brief because every time I'd read one of her tweets, my BS meter would break, and I got tired of replacing it. uh, (laughs) I can can understand by... uh, There are so many... uh, uh, things credited uh, to her uh, that are just, you know, well, rubbish. I think my favorite, I can't quite find it here in the article, but there was a, uh, there was a statement that, um, that someone was being investigated. Uh, you, uh, it, it had to do with the FISA court, a grand jury with the FISA court. Guess what? The FISA court doesn't hand down indictments. That's, that's Nor does not- it have a grand jury. No, that's not how it works. It it uh, basically does warrants. It's it's responsible for issuing warrants. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I look at this and go, "Wow, the folks that are like like this uh, uh, woman are uh, well, no need no need to check any facts. Those get in the and, way, okay? <laughs> yeah, and they kind of support each other. There's two or three of them that they mentioned in here, and they kind of consistently quote each other, which you know helps too. Uh, Very handy that way. My my favorite thing, Chief. You 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 pointed this out. Uh, uh, the the best part of the article is that um, it's talking about uh, the Dems being overrun and conservative uh, or, or overrun with conspiracy theories, and uh, they're basically promoting conspiracy theories themselves. I'm looking for some of the... Uh, um, I tried to decide uh, whether uh, um, 
whether this was a liberal or a conservative uh, website. And uh, yeah, that was. Are, are you talking about Vox? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> let, let me let me help you with that. Uh, if Vox was any farther to the left, they'd circle all the way around. <laughs> I uh, and 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 the Vox is is the quintessential liberal website. Um, uh, to paraphrase the one and only Gipper, Ronald Reagan. It's not that Vox is stupid. It's just that so much of what they know is wrong. Here, here. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we lost all our Vox editors now. Thank you for that. Uh, okay. Look, we still have a higher rating than Rachel Madcow. <laughs> I, I, you know, <laughs> that was a fun joke. And I enjoyed that joke early on in the season, but um, I got bad news for you folks. Uh, MSNBC actually won the ratings last week. It is the middle of it's the middle of summer. Oh, you, you mean know? like nobody's watching? Uh, pretty much. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. And, and the liberals are staying home because you know global warming and and acid yeah. rain and well, stuff. Global warming and the fact that it is unseasonably cooler than normal. Obviously, my people's terraforming, you know, is is not working the way that it's supposed to, and we need to redouble our efforts. And, and ladies to- and gentlemen, by my people, the chief has no, not is not referring to Native Americans. I think he's gone off and uh, he's 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 let slip that maybe he's not quite from here. We we look forward to your overlordship, sir. Hey. Look, the Incans and Mayans have already returned to the rightful place. Oh, okay. I thought you meant they came back here. I was like, dang, really? I missed it. But Elvis, Elvis too, right? Well, all of a sudden, now I've got Children of the Sun running through my head. It's a great just, old 70s song. Uh, in a couple weeks, you will be able to see see the sun. Are well, you are you talking about the eclipse? Would you like to would you like to speak some more about that? I mean, you'll be able to look in the direction of the sun without. I would suggest you don't. Well, you know, eyesight's overrated. There's <laughs> Somehow, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand that um, the chief is never without at least three layers of clothing inside. That would be a t-shirt, a shirt, and a jacket all day long. And even outside, when we venture out to gather up some vitamin D and head over to the building that has our cafetorium, um, it could be 90 freaking 8 degrees out, and he'd be sitting there going, yeah, this feels good, and I'm dying in a polo shirt. Yep. I I found the quote. I found the quote uh, here in the article. It says that... I uh, hope we um, gave you enough time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It, uh, talking about the conspiracy theories on the, le- uh, on the left, they say that uh, the specific nature of conspiracy theories tends to be shaped by the actors in question. So because <laughs> Obama was a black man with a non-Anglo name and the Republican Party is made up mostly of white people, the popular conspiracy theories became things like birtherism and Obama being a secret Muslim. This was helped on the conservative media sphere or by a conservative media sphere, your Rush Limbaugh's and Fox News's and Breitbart's, that had little interest in factual accuracy. Can, can I ask a question? Yeah. It, when did Fox News, Breitbart, or Rush Limbaugh um, spawn a clone? 
because there are no Rush Limbaugh's. There's Rush Limbaugh. There is no Fox News's. There's Fox News. I would There's have only read, one Bright Barts. I, I would have read that in a Gollum voice if I could have done it, but you do that voice much better than I do, Crutch. <laughs> <laughs> My British. But Not I mean, today. <laughs> in 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 complaining about about this stuff, they're they're becoming conspiracy theorists themselves. They're they're drawing themselves into their own delusions, and good luck to them. See, once you have knowledge, it spreads. Just to let you know, that's that's what we do here on this show. We are educating those on what's really going on, and I know there are others that also that do the same because, of course, we have to get our information from somewhere since we, unfortunately, have to work all day and do not have the luxury of scouring the internet, going to the deep web. Uh, and if you thought the deep web was scary, there is rumored to be the Marianas web, which even <laughs> us deep wow. web people don't go. But if you should ever find yourself there, I hope that you have proxied yourself a couple times over in a VM because your your machine is probably owned at that point. But Will you know, Rod Sterling be there? <laughs> He's probably still alive, you know, somewhere in some other reality. He's one of yours, isn't he? Shape. What do you mean, one of mine? What are you, what are you trying Just to say? Nothing, sir. <laughs> not a, not a, nothing. But ladies and gentlemen, as as the chief pointed out, we all do have day jobs, and we could find a lot more of this stuff if we didn't actually have to do our day jobs. And folks, this is where you come in. We need you. We need you more than you need us. It truly is true. We need you to talk to your friends, talk to your family, invite them. Log in. Subscribe to our show. Let's get that ad revenue up. Let's get it to the point where chief and goon and Crutch can work full time to find those things that matter most to you and put them in this show and then not have to work for like five days out of the week. We're counting on you. And with that, I bid you a good night. <laughs> <laughs>